Hello, and thank you so much for coming back to the Circus of Life. Let's waste not a moment, let's get straight into this. I want to talk to you first off about accountability. And the angle I'm coming at with this today is I've recently got back into fitness. I've started running again, and very recently, in the last few days, started going back to the gym. And it feels great. But why did it take so long? Why has it taken me two months to get back into it? When I know it's good for me, when I know it makes me feel good. The only downside is things are heavy in the gym. So why has it taken me so long? I've had no accountability, I think. Procrastination and laziness, to be completely honest. I've, I've just put it off and thought, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow, you know. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's a lie. Tomorrow never comes, my friends. Today is all you've got. <laughs> wow, what a, what a dark start. But no, seriously, a- accountability. And I want to use this platform as a source of my accountability. And we'll see how it goes. Partly because if I say it on here, I'm also saying it to myself. You know, these conversations are still just on my own for now. So I'm saying it to myself, putting it out into my space. And so I'm going to hold myself accountable. Also, if I set personal goals and things, the little things I want to achieve, if I say them on here, by achieving them, or by working towards them, we've got a little bit of content there. And perhaps something relatable, you know, whether it be specifically what I'm trying to achieve or just the way in which I'm achieving certain things could be transferable, you know? So let's let's talk about it. So yeah, I've got back into running, really enjoy it, and I know that it's very Marmite. Some people love it, some people hate it. Do you know what I mean? You either are a runner or you're not. And that's okay. Like if running is not your thing, that's not your thing. You just because I'm going to use that now to talk about it does not mean you should, you know, think, oh, why why don't I like it? I should force myself to run more. No, no, no. I think everyone should give it a go for sure and give it time because, you know, nothing's easy when you start. But personally, physical health benefits aside, I find running one of the most mindful things I can do. But with practice and some running technique, I find there's a real joy in that. And there's so much progression do you know what I mean? And there's, there's so many different ways of, of reaching certain goals. So, for example, I have a goal at the minute. I want to be running five kilometers in sub 25 minutes. So that means running at my at slowest five minutes per kilometer. Which, again, is, is not, you know, it's not sprinting, it's not caning it, but it's also not hanging about. There's, there's some speed there. Current, comfortably can do 5Ks in... 30 minutes 28 minutes if i push myself i could get 5k and 25 but i want to get comfortable there you know and so that's what i'm going to do so by this time next week i will come back with some approaches on how i've tried to achieve that some times that i've hit and we'll assess what's working what's not working yeah that's going to be my accountability to bring it to here and any any of you guys out there looking to get into running, um, let me know. Tell me what your current barriers are with running or 
or if you're looking to get started in it, let me know. Got loads of tips, got loads of advice. So yeah, that's something there. Also, it's leading me on to something. I want to start something here. I've, I've, all, I've got a few ideas that I want to bring to the podcast, you know, little segments, little interactive things that allows you to get involved as well as just listen. And one of those we'll introduce today. So I want to try uh, weekly challenges. You know, I'll say something that I'm going to do myself as well. Just nice and easy, you know, nothing crazy, but just something for you to take away and think about, mm, should I give it a go? Should I give this one a go? No, I'll leave this one or I'll do the next one. But I'd like to bring a challenge every week just maybe to add something to your week, you know, something different, break the routine or introduce something new that you might fall in love with, you might absolutely despise and never do again. Anyway, this week's challenge is uh, simply just going out for half an hour. Um, For me, I'm going to bring this into my my 5k um, run that I'm going to try and do. Get out for half an hour, whether it be walking, running, any form of physical activity or just just sitting outside you know what i mean take half an hour outside with with no devices or rather no social media and no interaction i i personally struggle to run without music so i'll be taking some music with me but my phone will be on do not disturb do you know what i mean so i don't know what's coming in so yeah weekly challenge 30 minutes of outside experience whatever that may be with no former communication or social media see how that goes let me know how it makes you feel let me know if you do it you might already do it if so fantastic let's start let's start doing things together you know and 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 sharing what we take from it so i've recently bought a kindle and for those of you who know me I'm, i'm really quite into reading i love it um i read a lot of fiction a lot of fantasy fiction but also breaking back into non-fiction now um, i'm really enjoying that but i've always been so stubborn in that it's got to be a physical book a physical copy of a book and i could never understand like don't get me wrong i can get on board with an audiobook you know they're good for for sleeping or on the move or whatever do you know what i mean they're quite handy but kindles and reading on ipads and stuff i never understood I thought you're losing an art form there of just sitting there with a nice physical copy. However, when I was working away, I was working away for six months and my Lord, having all my books into one small compact device would have been a godsend amount of space that was taken up by books and not even that many books was crazy. And so I'm going to look into it. And I, I watched, uh, I looked at a few reviews. I did some research behind it. I'm like, well, can I commit? Because, you know, it was expensive. I, I, I treated myself. I bought a new one. I ended up buying a Kindle Paperwhite. So as far as I'm aware, there are four types of Kindles. You've got the Kindle Standard Edition, Kindle Paperwhite, Kindle Paperwhite Signature, and then Kindle oh, something else. I can't remember. There's another one. But anyway, I went for the Kindle Paperwhite because from my research, that seemed the most appropriate for what I'd use it for. And let me tell you, it's I've had it for about two days and it's changed my life. I love it. That's not to say I'm swapping it completely for paper, paperbacks. Absolutely not. But I can absolutely see the benefit in having a Kindle. Having this on the go, nice and simple, all these books 
to hand. You know, you dip in and out if that's your style. You can choose loads of ones. There's loads of deals, so there's always like a sale on, so you get books really cheap. So eventually, you know, you'll you'll kind of make your money back with it, so it's worth it in that respect. But yeah, I'm absolutely going to use both now and have a blend of physical copies and then the, the digital editions as well. I think part of why I love the physical ones is not just actually holding it and turning the pages and reading and the smell of books. Don't get me started on that. I've flipped on a dime. I love it. I can't praise it more. Speaking of books, I want to talk a little bit about small pleasures that I have experienced recently. And I thought by sharing them with you, that might offer you an opportunity to have a little reflect over the last over the weekend or the last few days, whenever you're listening to this, and what what have been some of the small pleasures in your life. Because when I'm talking about these things, I'm talking about the thing, the day-to-day things, things that might happen quite often, maybe almost every day, that really get taken for granted. And some and sometimes you catch yourself, you know, just being really grateful for what's going on. And I've had quite a few of those in the last couple of days. And I thought, let's share them. People might relate. It might get people thinking about their own stuff, but I thought it's a nice, it's a nice light uh, topic to talk about. So I was just in town today. Uh, I actually went for a coffee. Shock, he went for a coffee. <laughs> I went for a coffee with some of my family. Um, and that was really nice. They've just been on holiday, so it was nice just to have a catch-up, a little check-in. I, I see them fairly regularly. But, but it was nice just to hit pause for a bit and just just have a little chat and a catch up. And then some, some of my um, younger cousins were there as well. So that was really nice to, to check in and see how they're doing. And it, yeah, it was only about half an hour, 40 minutes or so, just chatting. And that's it. Off they went. And that was enough. And I really enjoyed it. And th- I did that in the morning. And that really set up my day. I was in a really good mood. Um, just to, en- to enjoy myself and, and go and find other things to do. So what else did I do? Well, it was gorgeous weather. Oh my life. So hot. And so I went to sit in the park with my book. And then I quickly left the park because my hay fever oof, was taking a battering. I could barely see. So I thought, not worth it. So, so I swiftly left the park. I thought, oh, I don't want to sit inside. So I went to um, kind of like an outdoor courtyard area drink. I just had a nice glass of wine. Read my book for a bit. There was some live music going on in the square. Sat and enjoying that. And then out of nowhere, a re- an old friend of mine came up that I haven't seen in well over a year. They were just like, Charlie. I was like, no way. And it was, oh, it was so nice just to see them again. It was it was brief because, you know, they, they were off somewhere. But we were like, we'll, we'll set a time that we'll, we'll sit down, have a good catch up again and see each other. And that was such a nice surprise, you know, just reminded that, you know, just because you're not seeing people all the time, doesn't mean that when you see them again, you'll pick up right where you left off. It'll be exactly the same, you know. You've got a real good friend in them. And and that was really nice just to experience. And then I was, I was back to set on my own, enjoying the music again. And, that, and again, that was enough just seeing them brightened up the day a little bit. Again, really appreciative, grateful that they happened to be walking past that day. And this friend is actually a person who recommended a book to me and the reason why it's topical is because the book was called Small Pleasures, uh, written by a woman called Claire Chambers. And it's about a year ago, or just over a year ago when I read it. Oh, it was such a lovely book. So easy reading. It wasn't like, um, it, it was fiction, but not like, not fantasy fiction that I usually read. Um, but it was kind of like romance. It was set, ooh, it's been a while. I want to say 
fifties, nineteen fifties, that kind of era, I think. But yeah, so easy to read. So I found myself so invested in the characters, and it, it was a gorgeous story. And you, you'd really be doing yourself a favour if if you read that. Um, also, a nice, really easy book to get back into reading. Yeah, highly recommend. As always, link in the description. Small Pleasures by Claire Chambers. Something that's come up in conversation recently is the shift from college or university or drama school or wherever it is, education, let's say. The shift from education into life, shall we say, everything afterwards. And I remember touching on this really briefly in the very, very first episode, the trial episode about it, and saying, I think I said something like it was a hell of a beast that no one can prepare you for, you know, going out into the big wide world. And I stand by that. It's so true. I've been out of education now for two years. Outrageous. But yes, out of education for two years. And I feel like I've changed massively. I've learned so much. But in the same breath, I still feel so lost. (laughs) Still have no idea which way is up where I'm going, what I'm doing. There's still so much to learn. And, and sometimes things that feel so important, like I, I feel like I should have known this for years and have, and have no idea where to start learning about this. How do I go about it, you know? And then I was also talking to someone who is graduated this year, literally left education a couple of weeks ago, I think, and was talking about, all of these things coming up. And it got me thinking how I definitely felt the same way when I initially left about all the things. But I don't feel like you register when you hit any of the milestones. And it's annoying. I don't really have an example to, to back that up. But what I mean is like you, I feel like when, when you're leaving, you talk about all these daunting things or these exciting things as well. But then it's something. Then there's never. It's not quantitative. You know, it. It's not a something you can just grasp hold of and and achieve point blank, full stop. It's just a continual process in all aspects. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, I think that's a really good thing to talk about, because also, you know, not just talking theatre here. Um, my sister has graduated from university this year or or will be graduating this year she's great she's absolutely smashed all her exams and no doubt she'll smash it in life as well but point being she's in a completely different field to musical theatre in fact it's in psychology and the the thoughts she's having are parallel to the thoughts that people from musical theatre college have left and so that opens up a whole field like, it's, you know, it's don't feel like it's just drama school. It's everyone leaving education. It's such a, a minefield and it's so open. And that can be, you know, quite agoraphobic, I guess, a little bit. But I mean, obviously, musical theatre has its its specific challenges as well. Um, and I'd love to get into them. And, and again, I appreciate I'm talking quite vaguely here because I think we're ready Guys, I think we are ready to attempt 
bringing some guests onto the podcast. I think we've we've established ourselves enough now, set out enough talking points and topics and subjects out there, and received enough feedback to to begin exploring that. And so that's what I want to do. I want to bring people on who are at different points in their post-education life, regardless of their, their field of profession. Let's be honest, it'll be mainly theatre, because that, that's the majority of my friends and the people I'm in touch with. But I, I do have some people I'd like to reach out to who aren't aren't within the theatre world. I think might offer some really valuable perspectives on this sort of stuff and some of the stuff we previously spoke about. And I think maybe bridging the gap between what we deem as theatre problems or, or not problems, that's that's not a good way of putting it. Just the challenges in life of having a, a theatre career, being a, a performer, bridging the gap between those challenges and the challenges of, of other careers might be a really cathartic process to see some different perspectives, see what what other careers' challenges are, cross-reference them, compare them, see how see how different professions deal with different things. It, it might be completely irrelevant to, to theatre situations, but also it might be really applicable. And I think that's quite interesting. And so, yeah, I think we're ready to, to bring some guests on. Now, I am, I'm going away for a week, and so I'm not going to do two episodes this week. So the next time we check in will probably be next Sunday or Monday, by which point we won't do a guest then, but I'd like to have one set up that I can talk about what's coming up, you know, because also that means that I'm going to look at some, some new equipment for the, to use in the podcast, which is exciting. It, there's going to add an element of a different type of editing style. I'm going to have to work out how to, you know, balance the voices and, and cut that and edit that properly. Um, also how to record it without uh, interfering with each other's sounds and feedback. So that's going to be a learning process as well. So that's something we can feedback on. I'm excited. Let's let's get some people on. Let's get some perspectives. And that means we can have some longer episodes and we're going to have some more conversations, uh, which will be interesting because then, you know, mid-episode that the other person will bring up some topics that we can then expand on and, and go down that route for a bit that I might not have thought of just talking about on my own. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I think we'll start about the, the life post-education. I think the majority of people who listen to this are yeah, my friends. So we're looking at two, three years out of education now, but it's still so applicable. It feels like yesterday that we were still at drama school and, and talking about all these things to come. And now we're here in the now living them. And it's crazy. So we're going to talk about some of that. And finally, another completely left turn here, another just a random section we're putting into this episode it's because this is the episode of random sections it's kind of like a um we're just throwing a few things in here before i go away for a week and then that will give me some time to think about some angles to to bring some more subjects in which will be fun but i feel like we're just kind of tying off the last few episodes here with some just some light topics some nice things to talk about and some things for you guys to to do as well um and and so for that reason the last thing i want to talk about is some YouTube channels that I have been getting caught up in and they are educational in some aspects but from the perspective of like life some of it's about productivity some of it's like 
financial advice, which I appreciate doesn't sound like the most interesting thing in the world. However, when I find myself watching these videos and they're only between like eight and about 15 to 20 minutes. So they're not long, but they're kind of like these bite-sized, really condensed cheat codes for life. And some of them I think, oh, that's not me at all. But some of them are like, oh yeah, I'll try that. And some of the things I've talked about today have been influenced from watching some of these videos. And so there's there's two two YouTube accounts that I'm going to recommend to you. And because they talk about so many different aspects of things, I'm not going to direct you to one video. Just Just have a look at the playlist and see if anything sticks out to you. And so the first one is an account with a woman. Uh, her name is Nisha, and the YouTube account is just Nisha. Again, I'll put the link in the description for both of these, so it'd be nice and easy for you to find. And they are this woman, Nisha, is an investment banker with an accountancy qualification. I think she's got she's not got the mo- loads of videos up there, but what she's got, she's got really good specific content. You know, and again, some of the videos are irrelevant to me and some of them are really relevant. I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. And some of it, you know, I can't apply right now, but it's just interesting to know about. It sounds a bit boring because it's talking about finances. However, finances in a way that are understandable. You know, there's no jargon there. There's no, all the legal talk. It's just straight cut, putting it nice and simple and setting it out black and white so you can really understand certain things depending on you know which video you click on so that's a really good account that i've been getting on board with and the other one is a guy called ali abdal again the the youtube account is just his name ali abdal and he's got loads loads and videos of life productivity books that changed his life equipment that changed his life little you know motivation things and he's, he's a really successful entrepreneur i think He's kind of one of these people who's kind of done a bit of everything and he's got a lot of experience in this field and he's really engaging to watch, really nice to listen to, really fun, also really down to earth. I know they're both young people, so so they they understand the climate in which we're in now, you know, and they're talking from our perspective, which is really nice, but they've kind of already done and got it sussed out. They've worked it all out and now they're just literally giving their opinions, their information their experiences out to the world for other people to use which i think is fantastic and so so if, if you got yourself a free evening or a spare hour and you're just on your phone close tiktok close instagram open youtube and type in one of these accounts and just have a look at some of the videos and see if anything catches your eye in fact let's put that in the weekly challenge as well alongside half an hour outside have a look at maybe one or two of these videos or just the account and see if anything takes your fancy likewise if some of you might already have YouTube accounts that kind of, you know, give this sort of information. Please let me know. Please tell me because I'm I'm really enjoying reading these two guys and I'd love to, to know about more. So if you know any, drop me a message. Let me know so I can check it out. And we'll call it there. A nice episode. Again, nothing too specific. They're just loads of little random bits and pieces, things that have made my week, things that... I've been on my thoughts. And, and again, like I said, we're going to look at getting some guests on now because I think we're ready and that's exciting. Anyway, thank you for listening to my waffle. Thanks for coming back to the circus. We've had a, all sorts of acts today. Have a lovely week because like I said, I won't see you now or I won't speak to you guys now until until I get back from a little holiday. So until then, 
All the best, all the love, and I'll see you soon.